Hello and welcome to episode four of the Risk and Reward podcast brought to you by Winning Edge Investments, the show that aims to keep you on the right side of the golf betting ledger. My name's Rod Murray and each week I organise the technology in such a way that the thoughts of our resident expert John Evans are available to you. Now some weeks that's a great thing and some weeks, like this week, it's not as much fun as you might have hoped, but that's the nature of sport. That's why we like it. That's why we play it. That's why we follow it. And yes, that's even why we gamble on it. And let's remember, people, the good news is there's always another week, and J.E. has always done his homework ahead of it. It's all part of the Winning Edge Golf Newsletter. Sign up to get it every week. It has all... Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, weekly. Sorry, you pay monthly, but you get it weekly. It's got all of John's recommendations. As a reward for listening to the podcast, there's a special offer in play where you get a 25% discount for the life of the subscription if you use the word GOLF when you sign up. I'll put a direct link in the show notes to make it easy for you to find that, but GOLF in the promo code area gets the newsletter to you for $112.50 a month instead of $150. And don't forget the Winning Edge Investment Profit Guarantee for those who sign up to a three- or 12-month subscription. I can't imagine there's a better deal than that out there. Now, back to the business at hand. J.E., great to have you along again. I know you're still enjoying Fiji. It wasn't your best week with the tipping. I'm sure it wasn't the first time you've had a less than stellar week. I'm sure it won't be the last. But in fairness, you did have a couple go close, just things didn't really fall your way. That's the story of every punter, I guess, though, isn't it? Well, Rod, uh, we looked very a very ordinary position, and Kevin Tway came back with 66 in the last round, and uh, and our other top 20 tip uh, just missed out too. He, he shot 67, so we tried to get to the line, didn't quite make it. It was the first week we haven't uh, won on the top 20, which is a pretty good record. I think we'll uh, revert to form again this week and win again, but that's the nature of the business is our... our Tipping service is not to be favourites every week. We tip the long-priced winners, so we expect to have a number of losing weeks. We have two or three winning weeks a year. Our punters win, and remember the profit guarantee, so if you don't win, you still get your money back. But uh, essentially, we guarantee a win, and so far this year, we've had two big winners, and we think we'll get another one or two before the year's out. Exactly. Can't stress enough, this is a long-term strategy, isn't it, J.A.? I mean, you can't take any given week and say, we backed a 700-to-1 winner, we're geniuses, and you can't have a week where you don't get anything back and say, well, we're terrible because we didn't win. It's a long-term strategy, and both are part of the mix when you uh, when you take that uh, take that option. So... Having said that, I'm sure that you're a bit disappointed because it is unlike you. I, in fact, I think this is the first week I can remember since we started doing the podcast where you didn't get anything at all back from the well, the top 20, as you say, in particular, which you've been playing for about five weeks. So I'm sure you're keen to redeem yourself, and I'm going to give you the chance to do it. I want to start with the European Tour this week, Jay. We know the PGA Tour is a limited field this week. It's down to 70. We'll talk about what that does to both the market and to you when you think about who you might be backing. But the top 20s, I think, as you said, you're, you're, very, uh, you're very fond of them. And you've got a couple here for the Czech Masters. The European Tour has been off for two weeks. Uh, I'll get your thoughts on what that does to who you pick. But uh, for Podcast Pete, subscriber Steve gets all the tips. Podcast Pete just gets a couple. Brett Rumford at $20 for the top 20. Jonathan Thompson at 18 for the top 20. He's also, you've nominated to pick him for $1,000. We'll talk about that again in a minute. But just some thoughts on two weeks off for the European Tour uh, and why you might have gone with uh, with Brett Rumford and Jonathan Thompson for top 20. Well, Jonathan Thompson um, was very unlucky not to win a tournament uh, some months ago. And the market strangely seems to discount that as you go forward uh, week by week. 
$1,000 for a guy who finished one shot behind in a European Tour event not that long ago seems like a hell of a good price. And mm-hmm. so um, I could have gone in play with him at probably higher odds and possibly our subscribers that on Betfair would do that, would try that first, although there's not much time. At 6 o'clock tonight, the, the gun goes off. But I wanted to lock him in at, on the top uh, top 20 list because... The kid's got an enormous amount of ability. He's very long, he's very strong, and he's got a lot of game. And uh, I just thought that was way over the odds. Freddie Rumford, as you know, you'll know better than better than I, is a very, very talented uh, short game player. He teaches a lot of the pros the short game. This golf course is fairly not very long, and I think that uh, it could suit him. I thought that they were very, very big odds. Um, so we've, put, we've got those two guys in for podcast, Pete. And uh, we got obviously a number of other players, five or six other players that we're putting in for uh, for Steve, yeah. uh, the man who pays his subscription. <laughs> That's which right. Of course, is guaranteed and gets the full, the full. Back to Jonathan Thompson. If I'm not mistaken, is he about nine feet tall? Is that the Jonathan Thompson I'm thinking of? Huge man. That's two of him, I think. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, no, he, he is very tall. I think he's about six foot five. And, uh, yeah, yeah, big. Uh, player. He was unlucky not to win. Yes. Had he won you would think that his price might have been more like 250 to 1. Yeah. So, you know, my, my role is to try to find the overs, and uh, and he's one of them this week. And, and we've put him out to podcast beats. So if he gets up, you'll get a free tip at 1,000 to 1, and you'll be fairly pleased with yourself. And you'll have plenty in the kitty to, uh, to sign up for the newsletter. It's a funny thing about golf, isn't it? And particularly with golf betting. And it's probably, driven, yeah, it's probably driven more by the punters, J.E. Hello. Yeah, you there? You with me? Hello. Hello. You with me? You're back? Don't leave me, J.E. Come on, mate. I want to be friends. Oh, no. Sorry. I don't know. What, uh, this, the reception's... Pl- uh, it's a funny thing, isn't it, J.E.? Just talking there about Jonathan Thompson and coming close. In the golf betting especially, it seems to me, the bookies tend to reward previous winners too much and ignore good players that maybe haven't got over the line yet at their own peril. So golf's a good betting option in that way, isn't it? I mean, Tiger Woods is always too short just because he's Tiger Woods, probably driven by the punters, I guess, and how much money they put on. But a guy like Jonathan Thompson, as you say, at $1,000, all common sense tells you that's crazy. That's way over the odds, isn't it? Well, that's not the only thing that happens in the market that I've observed is that if you if you look at, say, the guy who won last week, he has to go through a whole rigmarole of interviews and talks and public appearances and everything like that. So his chances of winning the next week are diminished because of the workload that he's undertaken, and mm-hmm. yet his market price drops down from, say, 700 one week down to $50 the next week. Yeah. So you could discount him at the odds, but the guys who haven't performed well for, say, five or six weeks, their price goes out rapidly. So they, go, they might go from 20 to 1 one week, 50, 100, 200, 300, 500, 600, 1,000, bang. Well, I back them when they're 1,000, and, of course, uh, form is uh, temporary and class is permanent, and the, and the guys pop up every now and then because sometimes they work into it. They might run 20th and then 5th and then win, like a bit like um, uh, he did last week in the US Tour, uh, the, the Masters winner. Right. And yep. then other times... Yeah, other times they'll just come out of nowhere and bang. They go, the, the miscut, 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 and then they win. Yeah. And so the object is to find those guys who can win, who have the ability to win, who don't get 
uh, put off by the fact that they're winning. They're winning types who are over the odds on the basis that form is temporary, class is permanent. Indeed. Good players are good players, aren't they? And good players will always show up at some point. Uh, you don't lose, you don't lose ability, uh, as you say. You just... There are a lot of these guys are, you know, if you look at the that the both tours now, all, almost every player can win who's a regular player. Now there's a lot of guys in this tournament this week who are uh, part-time check uh, players. So there might be 25 of them. Well, you discount them. Some of them are shorter odds than the than than Thompson. So. Thompson represents enormous value. He, he might not necessarily win. He might not run the top 20, but we're looking for value. And I thought he was the yeah, best value absolutely. on the day. I always like to put it to people this way, J.E. You, you've got him at $18 for the top 20. If you backed a horse at $18 and at one, you'd think that was the most amazing call you'd ever made, wouldn't you? And yet his chances of finishing in the top 20 have got to be, well, they've got, they're a lot better than $18, you would think, wouldn't you? Uh, I reckon. And the other thing is, if, you, if and, I, and I suggest to, to the to uh, Pete the punter today, stick a price of $20 or $25, took $25 down on the Betfair market to, to back. And if you get down to, say, 3.30 this afternoon and it hasn't been hit, drop it down to the $18, which you'll get. Uh-huh. But you might get 25 but okay. we, we're going to register it at $18 because yeah. I want to. I, I, I don't want to miss out on no, him. You want to be on that, that bet, don't you? Yeah. You I want to be it. on him, yeah. and, I, and I want to be on him, but but you might fluke $25 and think you're a genius, yeah. and you will be. Absolutely. No, fantastic. I mean, as, a, as anybody who's listened from the first episode, I'm, I'm not a regular punter. This is all quite new to me, but I, I see the value in that. I look at that, and I think, you know what? That really is nuts. $18 to finish in the top 20 for a player of that caliber is crazy. Just the one uh, outright bet, which is Jonathan Thompson. So, obviously, it's tough with the fields are thin and the markets are thin, isn't it, Jay? And there won't be a lot, I wouldn't have thought, on this week's European Tour event. It's not one of the bigger events on the Tour. So, markets are a bit thin. Yeah, well, there's a, there was a, there's a quite, quite a disparity in the market. I put a lot of, uh, I put a lot of bets out uh, to, to our subscribers. I put a lot of them out as, um, as in-play bets. And uh, basically, um, only one of them got hit. So, so that's why I've uh, I've gone light on this week. The thing is, just not a, the market's just not big enough, and it's just not uh, rich enough. And so, because the prices aren't sufficiently high enough to um, to take a risk, I don't take a risk. And that, so that's discipline, isn't it? Which you need if you're going to bet for an investment, as opposed to betting with your head or for the thrill of maybe getting a winner home. You've got to be disciplined yep. about when you bet, and sometimes about when you don't bet. You don't just bet because there's a tournament on. Um, it's all about price. Yeah. Um, it's a. It's all about the fact that if Jonathan Thompson played a thousand tournaments, mm-hmm. you would expect him to run in. The, you would expect him to win one. That's a thousand think? tournaments. Yep. That's for twenty years. Yep. So so that represents tremendous value. But if he was two hundred to one, uh-huh. you might say to yourself, "Well, he might not win for four years." So. So that's really the type of calculations that I'm looking at, is how many times he's likely to win in the next 20 years. I think it's three or four. Yep. So all of a sudden, that's where your value is represented. Yep. Now, as far as the top 20, well, you think you would run in the top 20 maybe five or six times a year. Yeah. Um, so $18 represents pretty good value. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Now, part of the reason the market's probably a bit thin in Europe this week is, of course, we are in the middle of the FedEx Cup finals in America. It's the big boondoggle. They're going to give away $15 million at the end of it. Uh, there's three tournaments to side that playoff series. The second one this week, the field's cut. 
from last week. We had 125, just 70 this week, and only 30 will advance to the final one. With the field reducing like that, J.O., I imagine it has some impact on the betting, and I assume it probably makes it a bit more difficult because, A, you're speaking about the form players, so they've all done well enough to get to here, and that's even more amplified next week, but there's less to choose from as well. So the numbers, I imagine, the odds aren't as juicy. There's only one guy that's 1,000 to 1, and I almost put him in, that's Adam Long, but his form's been a bit erratic, and so I've left him out. But the the rest of the markets, is with only 70 players, the, the price has dropped down. There's still, I thought there was still uh, five or six guys that represented value, including our old mate Nate Lashley and a couple of others. Indeed. And uh, so we've put them in for podcast, Pete, and we've uh, we've got a, we've probably got about seven or eight bets, uh, think- uh, which are over the odds for. Um, Yep. For our regular uh, subscribers. I think there's seven. The two that you've gone with the podcast, Pete, C.T. Pan, who's a fantastic player, short in stature, not the biggest bloke, works very hard at the game. Pound for pound is probably pretty good. He's not one of the longer hitters, though. I like him at $510. That's a, again, give him 510 chances. You'd think he's going to come up trumps once or maybe twice. But the interesting one, I suppose, this week, the, the, the guy that made all the waves when he... I joined the tour a couple of years ago, Cameron Champ, monstrously long hitter, probably been off the boil for a while since winning early on in his career. $220 you've got him there for podcast, Pete. Tell me a bit of your thinking about Cameron Champ because I think a lot of people have gone, mm, one hit wonder Cameron Champ, can only hit it long, that's it, he's had his win, we're moving on to the next player. I'm not sure you agree with that. No, well, Cameron Champ last week, um, I think he was in the top three in greens hit and regulation and he finished minus eight, which wasn't uh, a th- actually, minus eight finished 21st, so that he missed out on top 20 by one um, he's had some injuries, not golf related injuries necessarily, he has some, he's had some injuries which has held him up, but the fact that he came out and shot minus eight last week, and he, he was, uh, he's obviously the top three in long driving, but he was top three at green sit and regulation, and I thought, well right, Here's a guy who uh, has the ability. He's won a tournament very at a young age. He's very long. That'll suit him here, and he's well over the odds. I had him marked at a hundred dollars. Okay, so two hundred and twenty is well over the odds. What, what do, what's your take as a as an analyst, as a golf pro? You look at a player like Cameron Champ, J. E. And look, that it probably happens every generation. We get the first one of a wave of players that make people stand back and say, "We've never seen hitting like it." It, they hit it so long and it stays in the air for so long that nobody of previous generations has ever seen anything like it. I imagine when you're the trailblazer like Cameron Champ, when you're that first one of what we're going to see as a wave of really long hitters, it's a tough spot for a player to work out, find their game and get comfortable, I would imagine, on the PGA Tour because you're somewhat of a trailblazer. Who do you take your advice from? Who can tell Cameron Champ how to play the game when you naturally fly the ball 350 in the air? It's a tough spot, isn't it, for a young player? Well, I... I noted Jack Nicholas uh, was uh, helping the guy who uh, hoped who, who, who played at uh, Jack's uh, school, and Jack was helping him. I want to tell you, Jack would be the bloke I'd go to because he, the only guys that really were super long. If you go right back, Jack was Jack was ten percent longer than everybody else, and then came Greg Norman. He was probably five percent longer than everybody else, and then along came Tiger, and he was probably ten percent longer than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the guys you talk to. Tiger, Tiger's looking for someone to talk to because Brooks Kepka won't talk to him. So maybe Cameron <laughs> Champ could go to him. But I'd be going to talk to Big Jack because he wants to help people. He's shown that in many ways. And the thing about it today, Rod, is that the ball doesn't deviate as much. So 
these guys have got good swings, they've got very good sound technique, and they're long. For some reason, they could find that narrow bit of fairway that they've got to do. And, and as I said, he's hit, um, he's hit 71% of the greens last week, which is pretty high. Uh, uh, so, um, 220, yeah. get on. The yeah. other boy, CT Pan's worth a talk. He's, he's a very, very good player, and he also had a good week last week. Um, and I thought that, you know, I'd had him marked at about $150, so 510 is luxury. Yeah, indeed. I watched CT Pan play as an amateur down at Royal Melbourne in the Asia Pacific Championship, and he stood out, J.E., not because he hit it longer than everybody in it. He just he stood out with determination, work ethic, grinder, head down, just de- a, a really determined character. You, you, you can't buy that in golf, can you? It's worth something, just that. That ability to – it'd be easy if you see T. Pan to look around at a Cameron Champ, for example, and say, he hits it 60 yards past me. I can't compete with that, but he doesn't. He says, I'm going to hit it 20 yards further, so it's only 40, and I'm going to beat him from there. You've got to like but he's that. got – he's very precise, C.T. Pan. Oh, fantastic you know, player. Fantastic player. Yeah. You know, he'll be um, – well, you know, this is what we're trying to find. We're trying to find these guys that are well over the odds, and, uh, and we do. We do, we have, and we will. Yep, indeed. Indeed, maybe not last week or two. Last thing about Cameron Champ, I remember Mike Clayton, mate of yours and mine, told me some years ago, Todd Sinnott was a brutally long hitter who seems to have been lost to the professional game recently, but the members at Metro where Todd and Clayton are both members used to say, oh, he should do this and he should do that. And Clayton used to say, what would they know? Nobody's ever had a game where they hit it that far. They don't know what it's like to be able to play that way. There's, and there's something in it, isn't there, that, that you, you've got to go to the right people for advice if you're Cameron Champ because if you listen to the members at the club, you know they'll tell you to hit two irons off every team. That's not the way to win. Well, it doesn't seem to be the way to win these days. So, you, so these big bombers, they're, 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 they don't care if they're in the rough uh, and they're only 90 yards from the green where, where we would probably have been 200 yards the green going with a three iron. They're, they're 90 yards trying to, get, trying to figure out which gap wedge to use. So... Um, and, and obviously, obviously, they're coming into the green at a steeper angle and, and with more spin. And even if they're in the rough, they can uh, keep it on the green. So, uh, our champ's a good player. And as I said, the poor tents were there last week. If yep. you didn't see that, then uh, you're not watching. Yeah, absolutely. Well, luckily, you're watching for us, JE. I recommend people go and sign up. I can see the rest of the tips that you've made here. And there's some interesting stuff in there. You let one slip with Nate Lashley, but there's some others in there that. I think are very interesting at some very interesting odds as well. So sign up for the newsletter, 25% discount off the subscription for the life of the subscription, profit guarantee if you sign up for three or 12 months. And apart from all that, just a bit of fun. Podcast, Pete, hope you're having a good time too. JA, we'll let you get back to the warmer climbs of Fiji. I think your time there is almost at an end, isn't it? We're going to see you back in this part of the world in the not-too-distant future. No, I'm looking to get, I've been sitting on the 26th and I'll be talking to you coming into the studio and checking. I had a look at a picture of, which looked like your studio and I thought, this is a bit palatial. What's going on here, right? I mean, this is a very impressive little number you've got we, there. We don't muck around. The, the problem for you, Jay, is you're going to have to get past security. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll do my best to help you there, but I can't make any guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had, a, I've had a lifetime of getting security. <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all, mate. Great to chat. Looking forward to catching up with you here. Looking forward to catching up with you next week. Let's see how these bets go this week. I don't, I'm tipping you won't have two bad weeks in a row. Golf pros don't hit two bad shots in a row, do they? That's why they're golf pros. You won't have two bad weeks in a row. Thanks for your help today, mate. Looking forward to catching up again soon. Well, thank you very much, Rod, and to the subscribers. It's free. You get a guaranteed profit, yep. and you've got a discount. 
And uh, trust me, you will make a quid and have a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Risk and Reward Episode 4 in the books. Looking forward to seeing how all of those bets go this week. And looking forward to your company when we do it all again next week here on Risk and Reward, brought to you by Winning Edge Investments.